You're listening to Everybody Pulls the Tarp, the go-to podcast for high performers. I'm Andrew Moses. Each week, you'll hear my thought-provoking conversations with Olympians, pro athletes, CEOs, elite coaches, best-selling authors, and other high performers to uncover their secrets to success. Get ready to be inspired each week when we talk about leadership, teamwork, work ethic, and more. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. This week, my guest is Jenna Bandy. Jenna is one of the world's most prolific content creators. She has amassed newfound fame and over 1 million TikTok followers with entertaining videos of her basketball trick shots and other unique, inspiring content. Jenna is even a Guinness World Record holder. But our conversation is about far more than her basketball trick shots and social media content. Jenna uses her massive platform to inspire young women. In our conversation, you'll hear how a recent encounter with a young fan inspired Jenna to double down on her efforts to motivate and inspire others. Jenna peeled back the curtain on her life as one of the most productive content creators in her industry and explained why she believes life is all about going above and beyond to serve others. Jenna's story has me more fired up than ever about the power of building community through content. And her story is an important reminder that every single one of us has the ability to change people's lives. So let's pull the tarp and get straight to Jenna Bandy. Jenna, it's great to have you. I'm so interested in digging into your whole career, your journey, how it's all coming together. You're still writing new chapters every single day. But where I want to begin, you were a college basketball player and then a coach, now a super mega content creator. Tell me, like, how did we get to where we are today, Jenna Bandy? <laughs> Man, I mean, it kind of just happened. It wasn't something... Being a content creator wasn't something that I was like, oh, I'm setting out to do this. You know, I graduated college and I was going to pursue the whole sideline sports reporting thing. Like that's what I went to college for. I blew up both my ACLs. So I, mom and dad were like, Jenna, basketball's over. You got to start thinking about other things than playing sports, you know? So I was going to do the sideline thing. But when I was interviewing for that, I got approached with coaching basketball, high school nearby my my hometown and i was like i've never coached before but hey i'll give it a try and i really fell in love with it so i was a jv head coach for two years and during that time i was just playing basketball just recreationally and i was on instagram but i wasn't like actively pushing out content you know but there was one piece of content that started to go viral and i started to get a following it was the that trend where it was get you a girl who can do both. And it was post like a split picture. One half of the picture is you looking girly and dolled up. And then the other half is you looking sporty. So I did that and I just kept getting a following and I was substitute teaching. And then I became a varsity head coach and it got a little bit weird because these kids would be like, Jenna Bandy 21. And I'm like, it's Miss Bandy or it's coach. You know what I mean? So I really enjoyed coaching. I was a varsity head coach for two years and I had one foot in the door with social media. I wasn't really making any money doing it. I was just kind of having fun with it. And I kind of have to say, I wasn't taking pride in it. If I were to say, I was, oh, I'm an influencer. I felt like the stigma behind it, I didn't like. So I was like, 
I'm a varsity head coach and I do a little bit of social media. It wasn't until COVID hit that, um, you know, I had to stop coaching and I really just put both feet into content creation. So Jenna, tell me about that. So, so you start putting both feet into content creation. You've got these amazing, engaging videos. You've got these awesome trick shots and really cool things that you, that you figure out to do. And then you create all this content. What's like the process? Like, where do the ideas... I mean, I want to talk about the ideas. And then I want to also talk about like executing the ideas. Because it's one thing to come up with the ideas. That's impressive enough. Then it's, it's about executing the ideas. Where do these ideas come from? A mutual friend had moved nearby to my hometown and started inviting me to be a part of his YouTube videos. His name is uh, Juglin Josh. So he already had 17 Guinness World Records. He is super athletic, super coordinated. So he would just do all these trick shots and stuff. And when I'm part of the videos, I'm such a competitor. I'm like, I I could do that. I could top that. So I want to say it came around being a competitor, but also being around other content creators that are doing unique, awesome stuff. You know, so we would just try to one up each other or randomly like the Guinness World Record. He already had 17 of them, right? So we're doing a YouTube video where footballs and you're trying to do trick shots into the basketball hoop. So I'm just like, I'm just going to go deep. I'm just going to go beyond the basketball court and go farther and just try to tuck this baby in. And it freaking went in. And he's like, Jenna, wait, this might be a Guinness World Record. And I was like, no way. He's like, let's do it. So that's kind of the environment that I've been around. Do you think that that's the competitive juice that's just always been a part of you? Like before you, you tore those ACLs, I mean, mm-hmm. everything was competition, competition, adrenaline. Do you think you've kind of restored that, that part of your identity and just being around competitive, creative people? Oh, yeah. Growing up, I'm one of four. And my big brother is like, I credit all my athletic ability to my big brother. My big brother played Major League Baseball and he just never let me win growing up. Like, he would just beat up on little sister and I was just following him everywhere. He wouldn't just teach me a normal crossover, it wasn't just right to left crossover. He would teach me like a little bit more swaggier stuff. Like, all right, when you do it, Jenna, you got to like move your head that way when you do it, you know, like, and then like fielding a ground ball, you know, he's like, if you got time, if you see that runner slow, if you got time and you're at shortstop, Jenna, field the ground ball and then double pump and then chuck it, you know, just like little things. So it's always been in me since a little kid. Jenna, besides that competitiveness and that desire to one up everybody around you, (laughs) Where does the, the creativity come from? Because at some point, I mean, you see some things and you get ideas, but I would imagine that you have a process now where you come up with the, come up with the ideas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a video doing this. I'm going to do something going this. And, and you obviously don't know if it's going to go viral, if it's going to, how it's going to be received. But yeah. like, do you have a process or is it literally just, if it hits you in the face, you're, you're going to go after it? A little bit. It, there's definitely like, I've told um, some people this too, just like, I want to mix it up on my Instagram, especially like where you'll never see the same sport back to back, like a post and another post. And if I do, it's, it's very different. Like it could be a trick shot for basketball and the other one is one-on-one basketball. But really what it is, is I just try to think of what hasn't been done before, or if it has been done before, maybe adding my own unique twist to it. And it goes down to like the angle of the shot the verbiage that you use and even just, you know, what I'm wearing. 
And so I guess just like I've said, being around other content creators, studying it, being on social media, you kind of know what is eye-catching, what holds people's attention and what people are entertained by. You mentioned that one post that that went viral and it was really new new to you at that point. Was there another moment where you said, okay, like I could do this for a living. Like this is this is real. Can you think of a moment where where you felt that way? Yes. I'll tell you this one. So after the one that went viral, which was just a picture, the next one that I did was a compilation video of me doing a bunch of different sports. I was playing ping pong, cornhole, batting cages, basketball, football. So that one also went viral. And that's kind of when I knew I'm like, oh, so people really like me being my authentic tomboy self. Like, okay. So from then I just started to continue doing sports stuff and being authentic to me. But the moment that you're talking about where it's like, hey, I think I could do this was March 2021. I got invited to go to a showdown for 100K. It was a knockout competition, basketball, like childhood basketball game during recess, you know, knockout, you have two basketballs and you can knock people's ball, like you can bump it. I was invited. I was the only girl out of eight other YouTuber content creators. And I kind of felt like, whoa, like those are some big names. How am I here right now? You know? And it was the moment that I won. I won with all my lives, which was incredible. And I I freaking won a hundred K and I'm like, Hey, I might need to do this (laughs) more. (laughs) How did you, I mean, besides obviously having success and keeping it rolling, I mean, how did you reconcile that like that imposter syndrome, that question of whether you belonged, you know, there are some big names around you. Like, should I be here? Like, does that happen more or has that happened again since? Yeah. I mean, there's still part of me that's getting, like it has to get used to people like coming up and asking for a picture. I'm a little bit more used to it now, but I just think wherever I am, if there's creators that are, that have a less of following or more, it doesn't really matter. I feel like I still walk around as if like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm grateful. I'm humbled by this. And I'm, I'm not going to take it for granted. So now that you're doing this for a living, Jenna, you know, this, this show is called Everybody Pulls the Tarp. It's all about little things that become big things and the gritty, non-glamorous side of success. And people, there's probably thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who look out there and say, Oh, being a social media influencer, content creator, that must be a lot of fun. That must be easy. I'm sure you have your moments, but I also know it's a ton of work. And I know from, you know, following your story a little bit and understanding a little bit about how you operate and how you do things that you're a uh, tremendously hard worker. You put everything you have into it. So I'm curious, what's some of the the other side of it that people don't see? What was most surprising to you? I guess when you got into it, it's very appealing to be like, hey, I'll, I can be my own boss. I can make my own schedule. I'm not working for anybody. You know, if I want to sleep in, I'll sleep in and I'll take advantage of that, you know. But it's also like, okay, well, you got to get to work. And so making your own schedule and making sure that you are going to set out that time to where you're going to create content. And then it's like, do you have a videographer? Or do we have some friends that like, you know, we're all just going to get together and make videos and you're going to hold my phone or you're going to hold the camera and we're just going to do that, you know, and then it's editing. If it's a YouTube video, that's going to take a while. You know, if it's a shorter clip, 
reel or a TikTok. Like I could do that on my phone, but it's a process. Like I have videos in my phone that I still haven't posted that I know are great videos, but I'm just like, I don't want to take the time to do this edit yet. Like I, I need to get in the mind space to do it. And to be honest, like it's for, for what I do, it's very taxing on my body. It's so taxing on my body, even though it's fun and I get to travel like this, I still need to figure out like the work life balance still. Cause I'm always like, Oh, that's a video. Yo, turn your phone on. Turn your, turn your, can you video this? <laughs> so you talk about trying to figure out the work life balance and Jenna, I'm curious. I mean, is it just hard for you because of that competitive spirit to disconnect, <laughs> right? Like you, you see something, you're like, I, I, ha- I, I've, now I got to go for it. Yes, <laughs> because I like to enjoy myself by, you know, I, I like to be active. I like to do competitive things, you know, and I have fun doing it. So that's why sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm working, but it's fun. But I still need to take the time to relax. So, yeah, I mean, there's certain things that I just won't take to heart as or hold it the rest of the day, you know, that I just lost or, you know, so it's a balance. It's, it's a trial and error kind of thing. Jenna, is there like a feeling of like this fear of missing out, right? If I don't take every opportunity that some door is not going to open for me or, you know, I'm still, you know, even though I've had a ton of success, I'm still building this thing. I'm building this, this platform for myself. I'm building this media empire around me. How do you process, you know, what you take on, what you don't take on? Yeah. So what do they say? The most valuable thing is time, you know, and I've really learned that like especially early on being a an influencer you know you were doing the okay let's just get some free gear and i'll make a post about it but now it's like no like it's more than that it's my livelihood and if you want me to come out somewhere like that's my time that's my energy i just think the experience has taught me that initially you do want to give more of yourself but now you're like okay like i have something going for me you know, a lot of people want to be me now. A lot of people want to get into this field. And so I got to be smart and I, I got to really um, kind of be calculated. So how do you do that? Like, how do you, is it just about getting more reps, getting more experience? How do you kind of move that forward? If I get invited to go to an event somewhere and let, let's say, you know, obviously you want to you wanna get paid for your time, but there's also opportunities that I'll take on that you know, doesn't give much pay because I think it's still a great opportunity for me to network, meet people, to get exposure, get some content, you know, get a, get more of a following. So there's other benefits than just, oh, doing this for a transactional type of thing. And you, you kind of weigh that out. You have people that you bounce that off of, your manager, my manager, you know, your people. Like, I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to tell you that I haven't made a mistake or done something for less than what I'm, I deserve or, you know, so trial and error. Trial and error and figuring it out. Uh, Such a huge part, Jenna, of what you're doing is empowering others, right? I mean, people look up to you. People are inspired by you from all walks of life. Has that resonated with you? Do you feel like you have a full understanding of the impact and inspiration that you have on people? 
I still like some people call me a celebrity and this, and I'm just like, no, I'm not, you know, but to be honest, like if you sit back and think about it, like, okay, all the followers a person has, like, it's a lot. Like if you really think about it, like you have a million, you know, you have this amount, it, it's pretty cool. And I, I will say that there was a moment where it hit me where I was like, for a while, I was like, I'm an influencer. I'm going to put out content that's entertaining and impressive, you know, and I'm going to look cute and I'm going to be sporty and have a smile. But it wasn't until a moment, I want to say back in November. And this is kind of a cool little story. And it, it actually has changed my perspective and what I'm doing now. I was out in New York City and I was playing strangers one on one with this company making content and a lot of guys came out to play me. If you won, you got to go to the, to the games at Madison square garden. Right. And there was this little girl that came. She's only seven years old, cutest little thing. And she like comes up to me with her dad and I'm like, hi, what's your name? I'm Sophia. And I'm like, I'm Jenna. And she's like, Oh, I know who you are. I watch all your videos. And she was talking to me, her dad. And I was just like, what am I doing? Besides just like, like I said, being impressive, being entertaining, I have to do more. I have to actually have more of a active influence and active impact. We're called influencers, right? But what are we directly influencing? Maybe I've been indirectly empowering and inspiring, but I want to have more of an active, direct approach. So now I have like, I have a brand that I'm coming out with and that's going to be a transition in my content creation where I'm going to try to be more of a host and sit back or I'm going to put other people on that are empowering and inspiring. So that's interesting, Jenna. So you meet this girl and it kind of changes things for you. You say, I'm going to go from being an influencer. That's her. That's her. Oh man. She's on right on the phone home screen. I mean, that's, that's, that's inspiration right there. Yeah. That's inspiration right there. So where do you think this all goes from here? I mean, how do you keep that in check? How do you make sure that you continue to have the impact and influence that you want to have and that you stay true to yourself and true to Sophia? You know, I have a team behind me. I got my guy, Alex, who has been a really big help. And having her on my background, like people ask, is that your sister? You know, I'm like, no, it's this, you know, and, but really what it is, is just like, it's leveling up every year. I want to grow mentally, physically, fiscally, like everything, you know, I'm not going to get complacent. And I also know that like, I want to be more than just a content creator. I want to get on TV. I want to have a brand. I want to, you know, so I think it comes from just my inner ambition and getting the right team around you and, and being different. A lot of creators, and this isn't like to bash on other creators, but they make a brand and it's about them. It's their name, the Jenna Bandy brand, or, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's not about me anymore. You go to my Instagram, it's about me, you know, but I want to do something that's more. So my, my brand is called Game Change Her, like Game Changer, but it's her at the end. And it's exactly that. It's about changing the game, female empowerment brand. And you can be a boss lady, not just in sports, but in law, in the medical field, education, whatever, you know? So it's about, you know, women. 
one of the things that you've done, Jenna, and, and I'm a dad of two little girls. So this is like, I, I'm going to be following this and I'm going to be checking this out because this is, this is great stuff, Jenna. I guess my, my question, I mean, when I think about everything that you do, so much of what you do, like I keep coming up with the phrase, like flip the script. Like you just flip the script. It's like, I can do this and I can do that. Oh, you don't think I can do that? I can do this. Like, is that something that you think about? You know, like constantly flipping the script, constantly changing the narrative. Is that part of that? Challenging the norm. Yeah, 100%. You know, because like I said, I credit it to my big brother. I feel like because I grew up with someone that never let me win, I was so proud to be competitive. And I feel like some girls or women, it's kind of like a timid thing. You know, is it okay to be rough and tough? Is it okay to be so competitive and and this trash talk and and it is okay and you can do that and you can still be girly while doing that if you want to be you know and so it's about being fearless and getting that confidence early on because it's molded me into the woman that I am today and I wouldn't change it for a thing. Jenna, I'm curious that like you talk about confidence and you talk about ambition and different things. Do you really believe? I mean that. As I sit here and, and talk to you, I, I think that anybody who watches you, regardless of what their interests are, can take something from you and bring it to whatever they're passionate about, right? It's not just about sports. It's not just about content. I mean, that's got to be a real special I feeling for you. So. I mean, that, that, I, mean I, I hope I have that kind of reach. I, I don't know if it's just limited to sports, but I hope I am inspiring more than just sports. And it's, it is more of, of like being confident and being authentically you. That's what I've discovered. Like even in things that like I mess up on or stumble over my words or miss a shot, like people want to see that because not only is it relatable, but it tells a story, the comeback story, you know, or, or maybe you don't. I mean, I've gone through moments in my life that are very discouraging. I tore my first ACL when I was 16 and then I didn't get to go D1. And then I went division two and then I ended up tearing my other ACL. And, you know, I just, I think back to those moments and it's like, if I can get through that, I can get through anything. If you can get through that, you can get through anything. Jenna, I I think that's just such a fantastic mindset. I mean, you talk about reach, you've built incredible reach over half a million Instagram followers, over a million followers on TikTok. The YouTube channel is growing like wild every single day. There's, (laughs) There's so much going on in the Jenna Bandy world. We all know that social media, for as much you know, positivity as there is around social media, there can be a lot of negativity. I'm curious, have you experienced some of that negativity, some of that divisiveness, and how have you managed it, if so? There's always hecklers. There's always bad comments. And to be honest, like I'll just like them. I'll like the comments. Just keep it coming. Keep it rolling, man. You know, the women get back in the kitchen jokes or, you know, but... I have to say majority of the time I get so much love. I really do. Like my fans are awesome, you know? And there's really not much that someone can say, especially behind a screen that can knock me off my pivot, you know? So it's just kind of like it's laughable, you know? But I mean like even in just the world of 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 social media and other content creators, like it's competitive. I'm not the only female hooper or, you know, girl that is inspiring. And so there's competitions that I've been in and other things. And, you know, some things can get a little bit, a little friction, a little bit of too harsh trash talk, but it's part of it. 
Janet, this has been so much fun. I, I could literally ask you questions for, for hours, but you've got content to create and other big things and people to inspire. This has been so much fun. I, I feel like you're just writing chapter one of the Jenna Bandy story, and I can't wait to see where all this goes. There's no question you are a tarp puller. You're making an amazing impact, inspiring so many like Sophia out there. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep pulling the tarp and we'll have to talk again soon and, and check in on how things are going. All right, Jenna? Thank you. I really appreciate it. The moment that I read the title of your podcast, I was like, oh, this is cool. I totally know what you're referring to. You know, everyone comes with like a leader that doesn't say, you do this. The leader says, let's all do this. Let's all do this together. And I think what you're doing is awesome. And I am very honored to be a part of this. And honestly, like having that type of feedback, it kind of reminds me like, wow, like, okay, like I'm on the right path. Jenna, there's no question you're on the right path. I'm so glad that the everybody pulls the tarp mindset resonates with you and is resonating with people. And like you said, you know, you got to focus on the positive. And when people reach out, you know, whether it's a young professional or somebody who's experienced in their career or an athlete, and they say a coach, they say this, Andrew, this everybody pulls the tarp mindset. It's so simple. It's so straightforward. I've never thought about it this way. But this is how I do business. This is how we, we've got to do things. You know, Nothing is outside of my job description. What's good for all of us is what's good for me. right? That's the mentality. And I'll never forget, I'll never forget almost 20 years ago now, when I got that internship in minor league baseball, and I thought I was going to learn the front office of sports, and they told me to pack a pair of old clothes and stick it in the locker room because I was going to be working with the grounds crew, running the tarp on and off the field. And I did it that summer. And I dressed as the mascot. I parked cars. I set up moon bounces. I picked up debris from fireworks in center field. I did everything I possibly could to make an impact and help the organization. And I didn't go work in baseball. But what I did take away from that experience was that as I started to work with people, as I started to hire people and manage people, the people that I loved to be around, the people that I thought would be the most successful were the people I called the tarp pullers, the people who... We're willing to do whatever it takes to help the team, to help the community. And that's what this platform is all about. So when I saw your story, I said, Jenna is pulling the tarp. There is no question. So I'm glad it resonated with you. We'll have to do a part two sometime and, and check yeah. in on how things are going. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be a tarp puller. You're a tarp puller. <laughs> Forever part of the family. All right, Jenna Bandy. It's been so great. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me this week. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you can catch all of our upcoming episodes. And if you are like me and want a world full of tarp pullers, then leave a review to help others find us. You can also follow me on Twitter at Andrew H. Moses. That's Andrew H. Moses. And be sure to sign up for my email newsletter at everybodypullsthetarp.com slash newsletter. I'll share tips and insights to help you achieve maximum success and happiness. Today's a great day to pull the tarp. I am rooting for you. See you next time.